the college football experience week one FCS preview and picks episode on the sports gambling podcast network is brought to you by our very own Patreon. Yes. Score exclusive perks, content and contests, including our NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar prize on the line. Join today at sports gambling slash Patreon. Once again, that is sports gambling slash Patreon. <clears throat> We're also brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. Uh, underdog fantasy is offering you a chance to win $15 million with uh, best ball mania Four. use the promo code SGPN at underdog fantasy for a hundred percent deposit bonus up to a hundred dollars. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now. Use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by our own college football bankroll challenge. Yes, $3,000 are up for grabs. Get all the details over at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. That is sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bankroll. And remember as always folks to let it ride. This is Randy cross. You're listening to S G P N. Let it ride. I mean, <clears throat> went two and one in week zero. Hit on some fire last night. The season is here. We're gonna talk all about it. We're gonna talk all about it. But you're probably wondering just who the hell you're listening to, and that's fair. My name is Colby Swinging Database Dan, aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. He was raised in the land down under, where a man thinks on his feet, speaks with his fists. And lives by his wits. When Dundee happened, he was a superstar. I'm probably drinking too much and celebrating too much and not sleeping. Uh, would have killed a normal man, but nah. Now that's gone. The medical advice I got from that was, was like being hit by lightning. Pretend it never happened and get on with your life. And we got FCS football all day. I was up late into the night last night watching Southern Utah. Almost win it outright. I'm feeling good. Feeling very good about our projection of the Thunderbirds in the UAC, baby. Uh man, and and they got hosed on one of the worst, one of the worst football calls I've ever seen. As far as one of their receivers gets thrown out of the first, they call blindside block when it wasn't even a blindside block, and I hate that fucking rule. Right then. Then they, they, they throw him out of the game because of it. Get out of here. Get out of here. I retweeted it folks. If you, if you didn't catch the game, because there was like a five hour lightning delay, but uh, we hit on that. Uh, You know, we were all over that and uh, same with, uh, I mean, we had, we had the likes of, uh, you know, little William or little William and Mary Campbell Campbell. Over or that game, we were on the over. If you listen to our uh, Wednesday show, we crowbarred these in. 
I published it on, on the FCS college football experience feed. We also took Campbell with the points that cashed and, uh, and Rhode Island. How about the Rams and Eastern Illinois, a dominating performance, almost had three pick sixes. There was two pick sixes and one taken all the way back to the one yard line. Whew. Anyway, we're going to talk all about it. I am joined by my co-host. They call him the Gulf coast guru. He knows a thing or two about football. Give it up for Mike Rose, AKA the Gulf coast guru. How you doing brother? Yeah, man. Know a little bit about the Gulf coast too. We had a little hurricane scare this week. Everybody's asking me, Hey, you okay with the hurricane down there? And I'm like, yeah, man, listen, Tallahassee was about to be in the fucking throw of things. They missed like three days of practice. They weren't even on campus bet LSU. They're like, no, no. Are you okay? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm fine. Bet LSU. I got this. So yeah, it's all about college football. The weather can't break me. Let's do this, man. I've been having nothing but a blast since the season kicked off. Oh man. And dude, how about man? Rhode Island probably should have won that game. Probably should have won mm-hmm. that game. Questionable fourth and fourth and one spot. If you caught the end of that game, very questionable spot, but uh, that game was bananas. I'd say we haven't had the FCS win yet against the FBS, but you know, we had some do- a dominating performance by Jackson state against South Carolina state in week zero. Uh, you know, Mercer's squeaked by. I didn't think they were super impressive. Uh, then we had uh, Albany Reese Poffenberger threw the ball all over the fucking field, and we're going to talk about him today. But uh, first takeaways with the, you know Thursday slash week zero as today. You know, I know we we got Missouri State about to kick against Kansas and uh, Howard uh, Eastern Michigan currently going on. But a- any takeaways? Is there a team that just catches your eye saying, "Oh, they're going to be really good"? Yeah, I mean, I uh, I projected Rhodey to finish second um, out there in the CAA, and I'm feeling pretty good about that, man. Kasim Hill looked like the uh, season season vet we knew. He, he might be the best quarterback is. in the FCS, man. He was very impressive. <laughs> yeah, I think uh, Georgia State would have been glad to have him over on their sidelines. So, yeah, uh, him, Reese Boffenberger, man, God, he was fun to watch. He was going off and and just making plays out there that that uh, you know 90 percent of quarterbacks can't make. So. Uh, it's been fun so far. Uh, I might eat a little bit of shit on Howard plus 24. If, uh, this game keeps going the way it's going, but it's been a hot start so far. So I'm having a blast. I find it interesting. You mentioned Poffenberger, you mentioned Kasim Hill, both, you know, Poffenberger, Albany, great Dane quarterback, Kasim Hill, a Rhode Island quarterback. Those both reside in the CAA where William and Mary who looked, I thought looked really good. You know, they got hit in the face early on and boom, they bounce back. They look really good. The defense looked really good. Campbell still think I think is going to be a solid team in the CAA. Delaware looked better than I thought they would last yeah, last night. So the CAA, you know, we'll see how Richmond shakes out and some of the other schools, you know, obviously New Hampshire and Monmouth, but uh, interesting, interesting to see the, the first couple, first couple games of college football. So the, the reigning champs, the Jackrabbits, South Dakota state looked pretty fire, but it was Western Oregon. So we can't, we can't, I'll say that the big sky Thursday night, man, the big sky put it on Sac state Nichols dressed that score up a little bit. Sac state was beating that ass. UC Davis, you know, Idaho stepping up, looking legit. Uh, It was just one, one game. But uh, anyway, let's get into, we got a lot of games to pick. So let's get into the action because you know, obviously the games, there's not much shelf life on these episodes. So we want to get this episode out Uh, folks. Before we get to picking every single game, I want to tell you that the FCS college football experience is brought to you by SGPN and our college football bankroll challenge. Yes. 
college football season's back and it's time to celebrate because SGPN us, we're giving away a bunch of cash in our college football bankroll challenge. It's absolutely free to enter. They got a season long contest, a thousand dollars for first place, 500 for second, but get this, the prize is double. So like two grand for first place, a thousand for second place. If you are an SGP Patreon member for the college football season, go to sports slash bankroll, or click on the link in the app. Once again, that's the SGPN app, which is free to download in the app store and Google play store. So check out that. We're also brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Yes. Uh, college football fans, are you ready for week one? Because DraftKings Sportsbook is hooking you up with can't miss offer right from the beginning of the fucking season. All right. This week, new customers can bet just $5 on any college football bet and uh, score $200 in, in bonus bets instantly. Yes. Anything can happen in college football. Your team can go unranked to dynasty mode in just a couple of years, North Dakota state shit. They jumped up and boom, just started killing it. Uh, change comes fast. The only thing that's a lock is the great offers from DraftKings Sportsbook. Uh, life is more fun when you're in on the action. So download the DraftKings Sportsbook app, app now and use the promo code SGP. New customers can score $200 in bonus bets instantly when they bet just $5 on any college football bet. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with the promo code SGP. The crown is yours, baby. Grambling, uh, gambling problem. I said grambling problem. That's funny. Gambling problem. Call 1-800-GAMBLER. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details and state specific responsible gambling resources. Bonus bets expire seven days after issuance. And we're back on the FCS gambling podcast, uh, the FCS college football experience. Uh, I said grambling and that threw me all off. All right. I'm some talking FCS. Even when I'm reading the ads here, let's get into it because tomorrow morning starts off with a bang. I'm going to go through the FBS games first, the FCS versus F FBS, uh, long Island, the fucking shocks head to Athens, Ohio take on the Ohio Bobcats, Curtis Rourke. I heard that he's going to play, but I'm a, I'm a, why play him in this matchup? If, if, cause you're a 41 and a half point favorite, right? I think that lines, if Rourke is out, I think that line's ridiculous because Ron Cooper did a great job. I thought in year one, now he's bringing in a new offense coordinator, but uh, I think the the shocks brought back a lot when we previewed them. So I will take the 41 and a half. Now, if Rourke's playing, maybe it gets to it, but I still like taking the 41 and a half. Cause you, I don't think you want to play him in the second half if you're up by a lot. So give me the shocks plus 41 and a half. Mike Rose, what are you doing here? Yeah, uh, Athens, by the way, awesome college what did football I say? town. Oh, did, 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 oh, no, 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 you oh, said okay. it. Yeah, yeah, you hit it. I just, I, I went there for uh, Halloween one year. I had one of the best times of my life. Fucking amazing. They throw great parties down in Athens. Shout out to Athens. Hell yeah. Nothing but like hills and then just college town appears. It's awesome. They love their football down there. Let's go. That being said, uh, yeah, I think they're going to be conservative with Rourke, especially with Eric O'Neill running around on the opposing uh defensive lines. So I, I'm actually going to go ahead and I'm going to hit you with a lock right off the bat. Woo! I'm going to take 41 and a half. I'm going to take those points all day. I think I'll join plays, you. I'll join yeah, you. Let's I'll do join it. you. Now, now, now we should know folks it's Friday four o'clock. These FCS lines jump gigantically. You just talked about Howard, right? You got Howard at 24, right? Mm-hmm. To give you a perfect idea, folks, we called that game Wednesday night and it was at 30. So I called that game at 36 points and they've always done this. It's not just this year. 
it's years past when we've done this. These lines jump because the, the amount of action that happens super fast. Um, so just, just so you know, folks, uh, something to monitor, uh, next up Robert Morris, Bernard Clark, they head to Colorado Springs and look, I thought we were going to see the triple option with more drastic rules uh, or like more drastic passing. I should say based on the rules when we saw Navy Notre Dame week zero, I don't worry about it as much, but they're, they're heading to Colorado Springs to take on air force where air force is a 45 and a half point favorite, 45 and a half point favorite. I will take the points, but I don't love this one. I just think air force bleeds the clock. The moving, the running clock couldn't matter in this one. Yeah. Obviously Troy Calhoun, fantastic coach back for his 17th season in Colorado Springs, but they don't have, they replacing Brad Roberts. They're replacing Ezekiel Daniels. And meanwhile, Robert Morris is projected to finish last in the NEC by me. Now, now that I can't say the same about Mike Rose. So what are you doing here with the points here? Uh, yeah, I mean, you know, I had, uh, I had Robert Morris winning it all this year. So no, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, look, I'm taking, I'm, I'm going to lay it. I think, uh, the team that was most out of the service academies, most geared for this switch was air force. I know they lose physique Daniels, but, uh, I think they're ready for this. And I think this is the perfect opportunity for them to work out the kick. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lay the points with air force. Okay. Okay. I mean, I can see it too. I don't feel good about this. Uh, I, I, I'm just going to say, this is going to be a lock of mine right here. All right. This next one, I'm taking you to Ames, Iowa, where Northern Iowa, Mark Farley, 23rd season. They're heading into Ames, catching 14 and a half points. I think this is a money line potential play here too. I right, Theo day. You got to remember the gambling probe. Now, the only thing I'll say is I, I haven't heard any gambling related news regarding Northern Iowa. Maybe, maybe there's some players there. Cause I feel like the whole state of Iowa is a bunch of DJs, but uh, I, I mean, the more talented quarterback is on Northern Iowa because Deckers isn't going to play for Iowa state. J J real Brock gone, started defensive tackle gone and other players out too. So I, I am uh, a bit perplexed at this line because Northern Iowa, the last two times they played them, Northern Iowa lost by six, two years ago. And then three years ago, it went to triple overtime and they lost, I think by, by uh, the two point conversion, if memory serves me, or maybe a field goal. Uh, what are you doing here? Yeah. I feel like uh, these lines between Iowa and Iowa state versus Northern Iowa are usually like 10 points at the most. So uh, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lock this up too. I'm going to say Matt Campbell probably has money on Northern Iowa at this point. Let's go. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Uh, There we go, folks. Northern Iowa Panthers plus 14 and a half sprinkle a little bit on the money line. Continuing Jacksonville state got that dub for me, man, but that was a sweat. They're one and zero in FBS play, and now a familiar foe. The East Tennessee State Buccaneers are coming into town after uh, three and nine season a year ago. But I think they're a lot better than that record was. They're catching uh, East Tennessee State's catching nine and a half against Jacksonville State. I'll take the points. I think Jacksonville State gets the dub, but I'll take the nine and a half. I think this could be a game. What are you doing here? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to lay the points. Actually. I think Jacksonville state has a little bit to work out, uh, particularly offensively. So I think this is a game where they want to go out 
They want to make quick work at ETSU. I have ETSU being a little bit down this year. Um, they got uh, they got some things to work you know out. What? I'm going to say you, Rich Rod lays it on. You know what? I think you're right, actually, because they got the week zero game advantage. I'm going to switch. I'm going to Benedict this this play. First Benedict of the <laughs> SCF season. I'm going to lay the nine and a half. Let's jump down to Mercer Ole Miss. This Ole Miss is favored by 31 and a half. Mercer was not impressive, especially on the offensive side of the ball. Now they're going to face former Alabama defensive coordinator, Pete Golding. And the best running back in the nation, Quinshawn Judkins and whatever quarterback they decide to use. I am going to lay the 31 and a half with Ole Miss. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to lay the points too. I think this is a pretty big mismatch. I mean, Mercer's defense showed up a little bit, but the offense with Carter PV still a lot to work out there. So I'm, I'm going Ole Miss. Yep. Moving along. Portland state is catching 46 and a half points at Oregon. Not enough for me to take. I will lay the 46 and a half with Oregon. I, that's places. I, I think they're probably only going to score once or twice. So, uh, I, I can't, I can't do it. What are you doing here? Yeah. Port, Portland state's a team. I, I uh, pretty much shit all over in our, our preview. I had them finishing 11th in the big sky. So I, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lay the points with Oregon as well here. Super excited for this next matchup as Eastern Kentucky comes into Cincinnati, Eastern Kentucky FCS playoff team from a season ago, Cincinnati, all type of roster turnover. They are starting well-experienced quarterback and Emory Jones. But don't forget that Walt Wells in Eastern Kentucky have Parker McKinney back at the quarterback spot. Eastern Kentucky is catching 23 and a half points. I am all over the Colonels to cover this in, in Scott Satterfield's first game here. Fascinated to watch this one. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm, I'm following suit and I'm locking that up with the EKU. This is I, actually I'll join. The, I'll join. Yeah, man. This is one of the ones I thought the FCS could win here. So I agree. I'm not a Satterfield believer. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. Take the points. Can't I love this on the schedule. Uh, Wofford head coach, Sean Watson, former offense coordinator for Pat Narduzzi and Pitts, you know, head coach. So isn't it interesting that he's got to play pit? This is an interesting spread because it's 35 points, but I feel like Pitt will call off the dogs because this is his former offensive coordinator. And they've been friends apparently for over a decade. I'm going to say, give me Walford in the points, even though I know Pitt is better, but I think Narduzzi is going to class it up and bench Jerkovic the second half. What are you doing here? Yeah, same. I'm, I'm going to follow suit on that one. I think uh, there's no need to go out there and really lay it on. Especially um, if that's your boy, you don't want him exactly. to look bad, you know? So uh, that one's a pretty easy call. Uh, Towson's heading to Maryland. Hmm. Maryland is laying 39 points for the first game here uh, for Pete Shinnick at Towson. Uh, this is, this is another situation. Michael Oxy, that's his alma mater Towson, but I'll still lay it. I think he puts it on him. I think they need style points. So I will lay the 39 with Maryland. What are you doing here? Yeah, we all know Maryland. They like to uh, be the, the the beginning of the season, Alabama. They love to lay it on the shitty team. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm laying the 39, almost the lock, not quite, but I'm going to lay it. Yeah. Uh, I'm super excited for this next matchup. Uh, Gardner Webb heads to Appalachian State. 
App State is a 26 point favorite, but I think this could be a game. Now I understand App State was a lot better than their record a year ago. They brought in a new defensive coordinator in Scott Sloan. They got Ryan Berger named the, the starting quarterback. I'm fascinated by this matchup, but I'll take the 26 points all day. But I think App probably separates itself in the fourth quarter. Trey Lamb doing a great job with Gardner Webb. Won the Big South a year ago. They were, you know, they have to replace some pieces, and I think that's why you got to say, uh, that's why I think that's why you got to take Gardner Webb, but uh, not on the money line here. What are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, you don't overlook a game week one, uh, you know, when you have all off season to prepare for it. But at the same time, you got UNC on deck for App State. I think you want to get out of this game with Gardner Webb quick as possible. So I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take those points as well. All right, we're jumping down to Tennessee State. Notre Dame's playing their first ever FCS opponent, Eddie George and Tennessee State. And uh well, uh the spread is 48 and a half points. You know what though? I think Notre Dame does this often. They did it against Navy. They have NC State on deck. I think they don't like to really beat teams by like 70. I think they they class it up a little bit here. I will take the points in Eddie. Remember Eddie George, also former Ohio State running back, uh, I believe. Uh, so he knows uh, Marcus Freeman, former Ohio State linebacker. I think they they got a little gentleman's agreement here with some class. I'll take the forty-eight and a half with Tennessee State. What are you doing here? Give me like a forty. Give me like a fifty-two to seven final. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm on the same line now. I will say I was hesitant. I I like bought Notre Dame down to sixteen and a half against Navy because I was like, are they really gonna? embarrassed Navy and the Ireland game on national TV. Uh, and Freeman went out there and kind of surprised me and did it. It didn't feel like a Notre Dame move, but here with the Eddie George factor too, I don't think Notre Dame proves anything by laying it on Tennessee state too thick. So I'm going to take the points. All right. The, the Bryant Bulldogs are heading to, and shout out to Bryant because one of our interns at SGPN, uh, big Bryant Bulldog fan, and uh, yeah, we're just excited to, uh, to, to, to watch them. Uh, they are catching 24, 24 and a half shop around uh, at that filthy stadium in Vegas um, should be Sam Boyd, but instead that, that terrible, terrible place where no one goes to the games. Um, I'll take the points all day here in Barry Odom's first game. Give me the Brian Bulldogs plus the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm actually this is a good little bit, a little bit of diversity. I'm gonna lay the points. I think uh, Barry Odom has a little bit to prove. I think Bryant is a bit of a sleeper, but UNLV does have some talent out there. They want to come anywhere close to getting that six wins for a bowl that the over under was at. Uh, they need to, they need to light some fire under this team. So I'm going with Barry Odom and the boys. There you go. The Colgate Toothpaste Company heading down to or over to Syracuse, New York. That once again, another filthy dome uh, where they're catching 41 and a half points. That's a lot of points, man. But I actually think I'm going to lay them. No, you know what? I will lay them. I'll lay them because Colgate was bad last year. And I think Rocky long coming into Syracuse. Uh, I'll, I'll uh, I know they got Michael Brescia at the quarterback spot, but I think I'll lay them. Give me like a 52 to six type of game, maybe seven. Uh, what are you doing here in Syracuse, New York? Yeah, this is, this is a tough one. I, not a lot of confidence coming out of me on this one. I'm going to take the points with Colgate. Um, 
you know, losing Robert and I, I think the offense has a big adjustment. I think uh, Shredder, he's going to look, he's going to look a little down this year. I think, I don't think we're going to see this, see the same Garrett Trader we did last year. So I'm taking him. All right. Moving along Southeast Louisiana, taking on Mississippi state, Zach Arnett's first game besides the bowl game as a head coach and no longer running the air radius. Kevin Barbet, the former offense coordinator from Appalachian state taking on a Southeast Louisiana team that won a playoff game a year ago. And you know, I know they don't have Cephas Johnson, but they have Eli Sawyer um, and, and Zach Clement. Uh, the lions are a good program. They're catching 25 and a half points. Give me the points. Give me the points. I think they stay around this. I, I give me like a 42, 21 type of game here. What are you doing in uh, Starkville? Yeah, actually, this is going to be a lock for me. I, I, I'm taking the points, and I, I think I think uh, Southeast Louisiana hangs in there until about the fourth quarter, somewhere in there. Mike Rose locking it up, lock oh, locking it up. Sorry, I'm watching the Central Michigan Michigan State game <laughs> where on fourth and goal the quarterback slips on a wide open tight end. Ah, uh, man, uh, but. Look, I mean, that game's going to be very interesting. Obviously, Mike Leach was a big friend of ours and it terrible it, what happened. It's very tragic. And I'm 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 split there cuz I'm taking Southeast Louisiana, but I want them to I want Mississippi State to have a good year, man. I want Arnett and them. They've been through a lot and uh, I know coach Leach is going to be rooting for his boys. So, uh split on that one. Let's continue on. Rest in peace to the great coach Leach. So excited to watch this one even though it's a 35 and a half point spread. Western Carolina, who I am optimistic about, is taking on is heading uh, to Little Rock, not Fayetteville, Little Rock, Arkansas. They're getting thirty-five and a half points. I'm taking it. I think this passing attack might have look. Arkansas's pass defense was terrible last year. They got a brand new DC and Travis Williams, but man, I like the fact you know that Western Carolina has Charlie Dean. Uh, they're replacing Carlos Davis and and. You know, they went out and they were very active in the portal, the catamounts. Shout out to Weehawk. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm gonna lay it with Arkansas. Shout out to uh Wolf of Oaklawn. Let's go. Oh, uh, there I, we go. <laughs> I think uh I think I think the offensive and defensive line are gonna be a little bit too physical for this Western Carolina team. So and also KJ Jefferson is gonna have his way with that catamount defense. Any any uh any fans out there, the Wolf of Oaklawn. Uh, host of the notorious OTB podcast. Any horse racing fans, check out that podcast. Uh, South Carolina State on Fort Man, <laughs> they gave up 356 yards to Jason Brown and and another 138 on the ground. I I was just I can see why Buddy Pugh's retiring. He's like fuck this team. <laughs> um, they're they're getting 32 points. At Charlotte and Biff Pogey, who has that team has fifty two new transfers, but guess what? After what I watched last week, I will lay the thirty two points with Charlotte. What are you doing here, <laughs> man? I'm locking it, <laughs> Pogey. If there's one thing we've seen this offseason, he doesn't give a shit. He's gonna go out there. He's gonna beat the hell out of Buddy Pugh. It's all over. <laughs> I'll join you because it's Biff Pogey. Let's lay the thirty two with the Clints, the CLTs. All right, moving along. We have Monmouth catching 26 at Florida Atlantic, 26 and a half at, at Florida Atlantic. Fascinated by this game because I thought, I thought that Florida Atlantic hire was really underrated with Tom Herman. 
but Monmouth, Monmouth, obviously they lose Tony Musket to Virginia, but they still got Jaden Sheridan uh, and Marquez McCray coming in from sacred heart, I think makes it super intriguing to me. I st- I'm still going to lay the 26 and a half, but I bet you in the first, if you look, you can find a first half number on this. Maybe you take Monmouth early in that game. What are you doing here? Uh, first of all, I'm, I'm stoked because Howard finally just scored, scored a touchdown. So let's go there. Uh, I'm going to lay the points as well. I'm also like very, very excited about the Tom Herman hire. I think Texas little ridiculous when they fired him a little too big for their britches. I, I think he's a hell of a coach. Also, I believe uh, Charlie Fry, the OC there really a uh, good football mind, not a great quarterback, but good football mind. Uh, I'm going to lay it something we're seeing early new coaches, new quarterbacks struggling a little bit in these games against the FBS experienced quarterbacks, experienced coaches. They're the ones keeping it close. So I'm laying the 26 and a half. All right. Uh, no. Yeah. I think, I think you're right. I think that's the, I think that's the play, you know, um, this one's just, this one's tough to talk about. George is laying 51 and a half against UT Martin and Jason Simpson in his 18th season. But their defensive coordinator did leave for Tulsa and uh, look, I, I'm, I'm laying the points here. What are you doing here? Yeah, <laughs> No need to uh, dig too, too much into this one. I'm just going to lay the points. UT Martin isn't going to score. So yeah. Okay. Now this one, this spread is unbelievable. JMU is laying 55 and a half against Bucknell. And guess what? I'm almost inclined to take JMU, but I can't. I give me like a 52 to three. Actually, I, I actually have zero faith that Bucknell is going to score on JMU's defense. JMU's defense is pretty good, but give me the points. I can't, I can't lay 55 and a half with James Madison. What are you doing here? I'm going to go ahead and lay it, man. JMU is <laughs> one of those teams. They're, they're so physical and they don't give yeah. a shit. They love, yeah. they love going out there and whooping wholesale ass. So I'm, I'm laying them. All right. Well, here we go. Reese Poffenberger and the Albany Great Danes head to Huntington, West Virginia to take on the Marshall Thundering Herd. Marshall's laying 17 and a half. Even Vegas knows this one's dangerous. I'll take. No, I think. You know what? I'm doing this is one that's just on brand because I kind of think Marshall's going to beat him down as the course of the game goes. But damn it, I love Reese Poffenberger. Give me the Great Danes and the points. Although I hope this is uh not not me being dumb because I feel like Marshall's probably gonna Marshall's running attack is legit, and I feel like they could wear that defense down that I saw last week. What are you doing here? Yeah, Charles Hoff is a pretty inconsistent coach. I think I, I'm not sold on him yet. I think these Marshall teams have had a lot of talent, and I think they could be a lot better. I think Marshall's going to beat Virginia Tech, but I think they're going to struggle in this Albany game because that's what I've seen from Charles Huff. Also on deck, ECU. You know they're looking ahead to the Pirates. They got a rivalry game. Though, that's a rivalry game. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying, man. I'm taking Albany. Yeah, yeah. Uh, let's go, Great Danes. Poff, Team Poffenberger here. Let's go. Shout out to Reese Poffenberger. Um, okay, interested by this one, and I'm, I'm upset that this is the year Maurice Drayton, the brand new head coach of of uh, the Citadel. I wish this was like two years from now when they were playing the Citadels at Georgia Southern triple option against the old triple option before those filthy scumbags ditched it. Uh, Georgia Southern's laying uh 27 and a half. I actually think I got to lay it because it's year one. I don't think you got everything going where you want it to be. I will lay it against Georgia Southern, even though it's 
It's a classic old school rivalry. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm laying it too. I think Citadel's heading in the right direction with the hire there. Um, but Georgia Southern, they're going to come out. They're going to lay it on. It's it's too soon for Citadel to have any anything working here. Yeah, yeah. Maine, the Black Bears of Maine are heading to Florida International Airport, the tarmac. Hangar five to take on Mike McIntyre, who almost they led for 58 minutes week zero. Tell you one thing though, that run game, Shomani Lawrence, Shomari Lawrence, dude's a fucking stud. Meanwhile, Joe Fagnano is no longer the quarterback of Maine. Their whole team transferred out, I feel like. But this spread, FIU is only laying 12 and a half. I'm actually going to lay the points. I think Shamari, Shamari Lawrence is going to have a big, big day against that main black bear defense. What are you doing here? Yeah. I'm really surprised at that line. 12. Uh, well, let's lock. Up. I'm going to lock up FIU. I'm going to lock <laughs> yeah. up. Yeah. Let's lock up FIU minus 12 and a half. <laughs> yeah, brother. That's a, that's a low line there. Neither one of us were high on this main team and it is hot as hell down here in Florida, Maine. They're going to have to get used to this, this climate down here. So yeah, I'm laying the points. Yeah. That's a good play. I'm intrigued by this matchup. Central Arkansas, who I know we're kind of high on, catching 32 points in Stillwater against Oklahoma State. You know, Oklahoma State kind of, I feel like sometimes they can play them close. I feel like, you know, like I, f- I feel like Tulsa always does it. I know Central Arkansas is an FCS and I feel like Oklahoma State always scores like in the 50s against an FCS. So then you're asking yourself, can Central Arkansas get into the 20s? I think they can. Give me, give me the Bears plus the 32. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm going the same route. Central Michigan actually playing today. That's another team that's kept it close. And, and what they beat them not that long ago. Yeah, on that crazy play. Yeah. 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 So, uh, yeah, I'm taking the points with Central Arkansas as well. Southeast Missouri State. SEMO, they're ranked, but now they got to head to the Little Apple to take on Kansas State. Kansas State is a 33 and a half point favorite. You know what, though? I think SEMO can keep it within 33 and a half. Give me like a 52. 24. How about that type of game? Give me Simo in the points. What are you doing here in the little apple? Yeah. K state, uh, you know, they, they got a lot to figure out themselves too. losing Deuce Vaughn and, uh, you know, Will Howard first year is like full-time quarterback. I, I don't think they lay it on. They're not the type of team that usually like really goes out and, and, and completely destroys teams. So I'm taking the points to Simo. Uh, Alabama a and taking on Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt's laying 37 and a half points and I will lay it. Sounds crazy, but a and M they don't have uh, kill glass anymore. And I just don't know. I think they have Cornelius Brown, the UT Martin transfer coming in. I don't know. It's right around that number. I feel like, but I'm going to lay it. I think Vanderbilt is unimpressive in their first, first game. So I think they're going to want to put it on. So what are you doing here? That's my exact logic is uh, Clark Lee's. He's got something to prove in this game. Hawaii kept it close uh, Vanderbilt. They got to keep showing progress. So let's, let's do it. I'm laying up. All right. Bethune Cookman is heading into the Liberty bowl where Memphis great deal for the fans. If you get the, if you go to this one, you get free tickets to the next one. And then until they lose, but Bethune Cookman had Ed Reed for like a week. Then they got Raymond Woody jr. Former alum and Memphis is laying 52 and a half points. And guess what? I'm going to fucking lay it, which is insane, but I am, I'm laying 52 and a half. What are you doing here? Yeah. I remember looking at this game originally after reading into Bethune Cookman and thinking, uh, whatever the hell Memphis is laying, I'm going to lay it. Um, 
52 and a half. That's, that's real high. Uh, but I'm going to lay it still. So I'm I'm, I'm out on Bethune Cookman. Unbelievable. (laughs) Uh, Look, we got more games to talk about a couple more FBS matchups, and then we're going to get into the FCS versus FCS action. Some of the better matchups of the day. But before we do that, I want to tell you that the FCS college football experience is brought to you by underdog fantasy. Yes. August is almost over and you know, actually August is fucking over September uh, is, is the season to get your fantasy football shit together. Uh, so get championship ready for your home league by trying out best ball mania on underdog fantasy. All you have to do is one live snake draft, no waivers, no trades. You set it, you forget about it and boom, underdog's going to do the rest. Try it out with underdogs, best ball mania tournament, the largest fantasy football contest of all time with $15 million in total prizes up for grabs, including 3 million to the winner. Hey, do you have what it takes to win? What are you doing folks? Get on in. Uh, the time is now the last day of the draft for uh, your fantasy team is uh, September 7th. That door is shutting folks. So visit underdogfantasy.com, find them in the app store and sign up with the promo code S G P N to get your first deposit doubled up to a hundred dollars. Once again, that's underdog fantasy promo code S G P N. We're also brought to you by the sports gambling podcast, Patreon. Make sure you check it out. You're going to learn how I became part of the S G P N family. Well, we kind of started it back in the day, but I mean, you know, we'll tell you some stories. You'll get all that good shit. All right. Sign up for the Patreon to get access to exclusive contests, including the NFL win totals contest with a thousand dollar first place prize. Also this week's weekly patron pick them is a, is, is week one college football. And the prize is a cornhole board, which is perfect for any college football tailgate. And that's what college football is all about. The tailgate scene, baby, the patrons, a great way to support the network and fight back against corporate gambling. So sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. Once again, that is sports gambling podcast.com slash Patreon. All right, we are back on the FCS College Football Experience. Shout out to the chat. James S in there rolling along. And you can watch us on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Um, let's jump into this because there's still some big time matchups that I'm excited about. One of them, I'm I'm somewhat excited about this game. Stephen F. Austin's heading to Troy. Troy won the Sun about a year ago. Troy's only laying 16 and a half points. My thing is, I think Troy's going to be a little too physical, but I'm intrigued by that spread. But I am going to lay the 16 and a half with Troy. I think the physicality is too much for the Lumberjacks. Uh, what are you doing here? Yeah, I'm also laying that with Troy. That's a surprisingly low number there. Stephen F. Austin figuring the couple pieces out that left on offense. And uh, yeah, I, I like Troy. I think they're a much more physical team, and they bring back a lot on offense to improve on what they put out last year. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Alcorn State is heading to Southern Miss little in-state battle in Mississippi. Southern Miss is laying 28 and a half. I'm going to lay it because Hattiesburg is lit, but I could be wrong about this one. I'm not super confident about this one. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm feeling pretty good about Alcorn this year. Um, McNair's brother, you know, still at the helm. So love that. I want to see, I want to see that get a lot of TV time this year. I want to, I want to hear that talked about. That's really cool. That's one of my favorite things in FCS football. I'm taking the points here. Uh, Southern Miss, I think they got bigger fish to fry this year. Uh, get this one done, get out, and Alcorn covers. All the yeah. corn, sorry. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Louisiana, the Raging Cajuns are laying 40 points when they host Northwestern State. That's too many points for me. Give me, give me, give me the 40, even though I don't, this is not a confidence play. I'll take the 40 in Northwestern State. What are you doing here? Yeah, this is a little Cajun battle, huh? Yeah, so, uh, in-state. <laughs> Let's go. Yeah, And DeSormo, you know, you can't just put a Cajun at coach and expect them to do great. If you want to do that, go hire Eddie O, and let's watch the <laughs> antics go on, man. Oh, please, I'm taking the please 40. hire Eddie O. Uh, yes. 
Uh, I'm going to take you to a lock. I love this as a lock. New Mexico state and Jerry kill are only laying 13 and a half points when they're hosting Western Illinois this weekend. I repeat winless Western Illinois, 13 and a half points. I'm shocked by that number. And that is why I will lock up New Mexico state minus 13 and a half. I don't care if this is 20. I'm still betting. I think, I think it's going to be the, this is going to be like a 52 to 10 type of score. I'm shocked at this number. What what are you, uh, what are you doing here? Yeah. You telling me you're getting Jerry kill mad off a loss. Yeah. UMass, come on! I think that might be a massive overreaction to the loss against UMass yeah. and, and people not understanding how much Don Brown is brought into that program and how good of a coach he is and how great his mustache is. So <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm laying that all day. That's all yeah, day. I'm, I'm betting the house <laughs> all fucking day. I, I'm insulted by that one. Okay, next up we got Northern Arizona going to Tucson. Last time the Lumberjacks went down to Tucson, they won outright, and that was against Jed Fish. So this is a, a revenge spot for Fish. Northern Arizona is getting 26 points. It's a little bit too much for me. I can't trust the Arizona defense. I do think the Arizona offense is going to fire away, but I'll take the I'll take 26 and the Lumberjacks of NAU. What are you doing here? Oh, this is another fun one. Just like the Iowa schools when they play in Northern Iowa, I love I love when Northern Arizona plays. Uh, the Arizona schools. So yeah, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take those points. What Arizona has what Mississippi state on deck, right? Yeah. So uh, I think, you know, they want to get in, get out, get, get this over with. So I'm taking the points here. Let's go. This might be the, one of the best matchups with, as far as the spreads telling us UTEP is a one point favorite at home in the sun bowl. One of the best stadiums in college football to uh, hosting incarnate word FCS playoff team. Won a lot of games. Zach Calzada comes in former Texas A&M quarterback who beat Alabama. Um, you know what though? I think UTEP's going to bounce back. I think UTEP beats Incarnate Word. Incarnate Word's got too many transfers. It's week one. UTEP got the week the week zero game in. I think Utah UTEP bounces back, and I'll actually I think I'm going to lock this one up. Let's go. Give me the miners to bounce back. I think there's an advantage of playing that week zero game. What are you doing here? Yeah, you took you took the words right out of my mouth, man. Dana Demel's too proud to lose this game. Incarnate Word. Probably actually has the better roster, but UTEP been together longer. Dana Demel, he's a consistent coach. It's a really tough job. I, I hope he pulls through this year, but yeah, I'm locking it up. Lay the point. Let's go. Golf Coast Guru, Mike Rose, locking it up as well. Tink, tink, tink. Give us the minors. Uh, the final FCS FBS game of the season. Um, not the season, but of week one. I'm sorry. Uh, is Idaho State go into the snapper? Nobody goes into the snapper and beats San Diego State. San Diego State's laying 30 and a half points. I got to lay the 30 and a half. This is Cody Hawkins' first game ever as a head coach. I'm sorry, I got to lay it. What are you doing here? Yeah, I, I can't really trust what Idaho State's putting out right now until I see a couple games last year, hot garbage. Uh, this year, I got to see it first, so I'm laying it. All right. Now we get into the FCS on FCS action. I'm I just can't fucking wait, man. Villanova is laying 20 and a half points as they head to Lehigh 20 and a half points. I'm going to lay it. <laughs> what are you doing here in uh, at, where, where's Lehigh again? I forget. Um, 
<laughs> somewhere in Pennsylvania. Somewhere in Pennsylvania. I'm trying to think of the town. Beth Bethlehem, Pennsylvania, I believe. Yeah, that's it. Um, Little town of Bethlehem. Yeah. What do you What are you doing here? Uh, yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna lay it. Uh, Villanova coming off a disappointing year, a little bit of a regional game here. So yeah, I'm gonna go ahead. I'm gonna lay the points. Lehigh breaking in a new coach. So let's figure I it agree. Out. I agree. Maris, the Red Foxes are heading to Cooper Stadium, Cooper Field in Washington D.C. to take on the Georgetown Hoyas. Oh boy, Georgetown! I don't know how they're figured out these numbers, but the Hoyas, Hoyas are a favorite. They're favored by two and a half. I mean, it's not like I think this is a clear cut, easy play. I think both teams are on the same level, but I'll take, I'll take Merritt. I'll take Maris. Georgetown lost their court. You see him play at Eastern Illinois. The, the transfer, you look good. Uh, <laughs> I'll take Maris. Into, no, I can't. Georgetown's my school, man. I'm laying the two and a half. I want to, I want to take Maris, but I got to rep my boys. Go Hoyas. What are you doing here? I'm, 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 uh, I was completely prepared to take Georgetown as a, as a dog here. Um, so this is a surprising line for me too, but I'm not going to back off. I think Georgetown's going to come out hot. Uh, Maris, they, they don't impress me all that much as a school. So a little bit of opening weekend, uh, fireworks. Let's go. I'm, I'm laying the points. I like it. I like it. Let's go. And we got Dayton, the flyers taking on Illinois state. I'm intrigued by this matchup too. Illinois state's only laying two and a half here as well. I mean, I think you got to lay the two. I'll lock up Illinois state, even though I think Dayton is probably better than what we think. Illinois state. I feel like they're solid. So I'm going to lay the two and a half and I will lock up the Redbirds. What are you doing here? Uh, I'm not going to lock it up, but I did pick Illinois state to win this game. I'm not super impressed with uh, what Dayton's bringing back. I think they're going to be okay, but uh, Illinois state, I think gets this one done. All right. Moving along. New Hampshire's taking on Stonehill where New Hampshire is laying 23 points. Ooh. Give me Stonehill in the points. That's, I just feel like it's a lot of points for week one. Give me a like New Hampshire win by 21. Stonehill covers. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm actually going to take those points too. It's not a game that I feel like New Hampshire's super excited about. We all know New Hampshire's going to be a playoff team. So uh, this is a this is a sleepy spot. I'm taking the points. Yeah. Uh, next up. Davidson heading to Lexington, Virginia to take on VMI. VMI is laying 10 and a half points. I'm sorry. Yeah. Wow. What? What am I missing here? What am I missing here? Yeah. VMI is laying 10 and a half points. Maybe Danny Rocco effect, but I will, uh, I will take Davidson and the points. What are you doing here? Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna, smells. I'm gonna lock that. I'm this gonna smells lock that though, man. man. I, I yeah. <laughs> should we lock? Yeah, okay, let's lock it. It smells, <laughs> in, man. It dive smells, in. man. Let's dive in. <laughs> I will take the Wildcats plus ten and a half to keep it close to VOI. Talk about a culture change. Let's go. Mary Mac is heading to Holy Cross. This game, I think, is one of the best games to watch uh, tomorrow for FCS uh, teams. But I'm shocked that Holy Cross is laying 27 points. I think this is going to be a lot closer than that, even though I think Holy Cross is loaded. So I will take Mary Mac plus 27. I think this is going to be like a 14 point game, maybe a 10 point game. Uh, get I I feel like you know what? I almost want to lock it, but I love Holy Cross. What are you doing here? 
I'm actually going to go the other way, man. I'm going to lay the points. Mary Mack got a lot to figure out, you know, start off the season here. So um, I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to lay it. I'm going to lay it. All right. All right. Interesting. I'm intrigued right there. Butler, the Bulldogs are heading to Missoula, Montana, where this spread is 57 and a half points. So what happens when the pioneer league goes to the big sky. Apparently I'll take the points though. Butler hangs tight. Let's go. Give me the Bulldogs. What are you doing here? <laughs> Dude, I've already laid two fifty point spreads. I'm not doing it a third time. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to take <laughs> Butler and get it, get, get it, get it covered. <laughs> we got a couple, we got a couple of neutral site matchups that are super exciting. Grambling taking on Hampton in New Jersey at Red Bull arena. I think it is or Red Bull stadium, whatever the fuck it's called. Uh, Hampton is laying three and a half. I'm going to lay the three and a half okay, fade fade. Hugh Jackson Hampton wins by five. Give me like a 35, 30 final Hampton gets it done. What are you doing here? Dude, we are on the sports grambling podcast right now. You're going <laughs> to, <laughs> you're going to go against. Yeah, no, sports I, believe, <laughs> I believe we had a little, uh, little argument about this game when we previewed grambling and I'm sticking to my guns, man. I, I'm not impressed with what Hampton's bringing back. Hugh Jackson, uh, don't think he's a great coach, but I think he, I think he gets this one done outright. I'm calling for the victory. Woo! Another neutral site game going on at the target. Filthy. I hope this is not, is this target the dome or is that the outdoor stadium? This better be outdoors. Uh, Eastern Washington take it on North Dakota State. It's probably like the best game as far as blue bloods. North Dakota State still laying sixteen and a half. You know, I saw Eastern Washington's run defense a year ago. I thought it was awful. I, it, I know they brought in a bunch of transfers on the defensive side of the ball. I'll lay the 16 and a half until I see otherwise. I'll lay the 16 and a half. What are you doing here? You know, I actually, you know, called for Eastern Washington, Eastern Washington to approve a little bit this year, but uh, I'm going to lock this one up. I think North Dakota State, they, they got waxed in that championship game. I think they got a lot to prove. I'm locking it. Golf Coast Guru, Mike Rose, saying ride with the bison. You get the horns. Let's go. Next up, Drake heading to North Dakota. Uh, I'm seeing this line at 27. The fighting Hawks laying 27. I'll lay the 27, I think. Yeah, I'll lay it. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm going to lay that one as well. Uh, North Dakota, this is actually you know probably the easiest game they've had in, a, in like two years at this point with the way they schedule. So I'm laying the 27 in this one. Yeah, yeah, I think you got to. Uh, Lafayette, Sacred Heart. This should be an interesting matchup as far as a close game. Sacred Heart's laying six and a half. I'm going to lay it. I, th- I think Sacred Heart gets him. I'm going to lay the six and a half. What are you doing here? Yeah, I think if I remember right, this game was like 10 to nine or something last year. Uh, something really like seven to three, a, a classic Kobe, Kobe Dant type oh, of yeah. game. If I, Big 10 West, if I baby. Big 10 West <laughs> type of game. <laughs> there you go. Uh, I, I'm going to lay it as well, though. I'm pretty high on the Sacred Heart team. I think they're, uh, I think they're a good roster and they have a lot of experience. I'm going to lay the points. Uh, Wagner, the vacuum company, take it on the Fordham Rams. Uh, Fordham is laying 29 and a half. Oh man, I was not impressed with Fordham's offense. Oh, you know, but Wagner's terrible. <sighs> give me uh 
This one's one of the harder ones. I'll lay it with Fordham. Wagner's got to prove it to me. What are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, uh, Fordham, clearly they got some things to figure out, but uh, maybe this is a little bit of state in the game. Get get the wheels back on the bus. So I'm going to lay the points as well against Wagner. Morgan State's heading into the Richmond, Virginia to take on the Spiders. Spiders are laying 32 points. Man. Give me the points. Richmond lost their offensive coordinator. They lost Reese Yadinsky. That's a lot of their guys. I'll take the bears to cover, but Richmond still rolls. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm actually, uh, I'm feeling pretty good about Morgan state. You know what? I'm going to lock it. I'm going to lock them getting the points here. I, I like it. I'm doing it. The bears, the bears, the bears, the bears, Gulf coast Guru. Lock it up. Morgan state catching 32 in Richmond, Virginia. Uh, Southern is taking on Alabama state. We got a little conference play going on here where Southern's laying four. I'm intrigued by this matchup, but I will lay the four with Southern. What are you doing here? I'm going to take the four with Alabama state. I think they're, uh, they're, they're one of the teams I'm watching pretty closely in the SWAC this year. So I'm, I'm taking the points. All right. San Diego, the Toreros heading to uh, San Luis Obispo to take on Cal Poly. Cal Poly's laying 13. We got a five-star quarterback. I'm buying in. I will lay the 13 because San Diego's breaking in a brand new head coach. I mean, but both these schools breaking in brand new head coaches. But I'm buying into that John Madden money. I'm laying the 13. What are you doing here? Nah, screw this. I'm locking it up. I'm taking San Diego. I picked Ooh. them to win outright in this game. You don't get to just bring in Sam and you're and all of a sudden you think you're great. Dude didn't even sniff the field. Washington. <laughs> I'm taking the points. At Washington, they're only a top ten team. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> let's go. All right, look. Golf Coast Guru is locking it up with uh, he's taking San Diego plus thirteen, folks. Hop on in. Uh, Presbyterian is catching thirty-four points at Murray State. Whew. It's a big number. Give me Presbyterian plus thirty-four. What are you doing here? <laughs> I never thought I would lay thirteen with Murray State, but I'm going to do it. I'm not. I'm not very impressed by what the Blue O's got going on. I'm laying it. Yeah, this is one of the best matchups of the, of the week, if not the best. Austin P heading to Carbondale, Illinois to take on Southern Illinois. Southern Illinois laying 13 and a half. That's just too many points for me. I will take Austin P and I'm actually going to lock this one. Give me the governess. Give me the governess plus 13 and a half. What are you doing here? Yeah, I thought we were going to see a much shorter line here. I'm actually going to take it and lock up the governess too. Let's do it. There we go. Governor action. Unbelievable. Austin P getting points in Carbondale. Uh, next up, we move to, and the chat's talking about San Diego money line. Oink oink is saying, what's going on? Give me the Toreros money line. Let's go. That's what I'm saying, man. <laughs> Let's go. And always fresh, never soggy. Shout out to the whole chat. Uh, we only got a few more games left. Then we can get to watching all these games. Uh, Chattanooga, North Alabama. I was actually a little bit impressed with North Alabama. Chattanooga is laying 13 and a half. My only thing is North Alabama's quarterback play just seems so iffy. I'm going to take Chattanooga. I'm going to lay the 13 and a half. What are you doing here? Yeah, that was a, that was a feel like a pretty sleepy spot for Mercer there. So I'm going to lay the 13 and a half here with Chattanooga as well. North Alabama looked okay. 
they're still not a good team. Prairie View is taking on Texas Southern. Prairie View, Bubba McDowell, my guy, great guy, laying five and a half. I'm gonna lay the five and a half. Let's go. I feel pretty good about that. That's almost lockworthy. Give me Prairie View minus five and a half. What are you doing here? Yeah, I mean, clearly, I'm just more of a man than you because I am gonna lock it up. Let's go, Kobe Dan. Come on, this is your All team. Right. Lock it up. Let's go, Bubba McDowell. You see those sweet Oilers uniforms the Houston Cougars are rocking. Making me think of Bubba McDowell. Let's go. Weekend, good weekend for Bubba here. Tarleton State's taking on McNeese State. McNeese is actually laying one, which I'm a bit surprised at. Give me Tarleton money line, but this game smells. What are you doing here? I'm, I'm, uh, yeah, give. Give Patty C a call because I'm diving into the stink, man. I'm going to lock up Tarleton. I was Woo. really impressed with that team. I'm going. Let's go. Golf Coast Gurus, the locks are flying off the shelves, folks. <laughs> what are you doing? Get in. Two games left. Utah Tech catching a solid 32 and a half at Montana State. I actually thought this line would be worse. Maybe it has to do with, I haven't even kept up to date on the suspension potentials uh, with Montana, Montana state's DUI collective, not, not NIL collective DUI collective. Um, that, this line surprised me a little bit too, but I'll take Montana state minus 32 and a half. What are you doing here? Yeah, I'm going to go ahead and lay the 32 and a half as well. I think that's a pretty easy cover for them. And then the final game of the week on Sunday, Neutral site game, Jackson State, Florida AM. Excited to watch this game. Jackson State, Jason Brown looked fantastic last week. This game, I believe, is in Miami. Uh, Florida AM is catch. Uh, so Jackson State is a six point favorite, five and a half, six shop around. I, I know Jackson State looked amazing. Give me Florida AM and the points. I think it's going to be a game. I think it's going to be a game. Give me Florida A&M and the points. Jackson state's feeling good about themselves. The way they just destroyed South Carolina state. I think Jeremy Mosa, some of those other guys that were key players on that team a year ago. They're, they're noting that they're watching that. Give me the, and they got it. They got their ass whooped by Jackson state last year. So I think it's personal. Give me the rattlers plus the points. What are you doing here? These are spots you look for, man. When you see two teams, and uh, preseason, I thought FAMU was a little bit better than Jackson State. And then you see, oh, Jackson State, they get on TV, they whack somebody. Man, that's more of a statement about South Carolina State not being very good. I watched 10 minutes of that game and I was like, oh, they suck. They're freaking terrible. So, uh, yeah, I'm taking the points. I thought FAMU was better before the season started. I still think they're the better team. I'm going to lock up getting six. I'm all about it. I mean, I, you know what? I, 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 because it's a standalone game on Sunday. I'll lock it up too. Let's go. Rattlers. Famu. Famu. However, I pronounce it. Fang gang. Let's fucking go. Let's fucking go. Uh, folks, uh, before we get out of here, give me like, what is your top like three plays? Uh, top three plays well, FCS. Fam, let's start FCS on FCS. And then we'll do our, like, I think the, the Jerry kill New Mexico state play is like the, 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 that in Northern Iowa against Iowa state or two, like FCS on FBS plays that I love. But uh, as far as like FCS on FCS, I, I, 
what's your favorite three plays FCS on FCS? Yeah. Florida A and M is definitely going to be up there for me. I, I love that one right there. Um, I am going to go ahead and say Morgan Austin. state. Actually, I'm pretty excited about that one. And I think, I think they can cover that And Austin P catching way too many points. That's yeah. I love, I love that Austin P one. I think that's a game 13 and a half. I would have set this line at Southern Illinois as like a three or four point favorite. 13 and a half is insane to me. Um, Morgan state, uh, you know, I didn't lock that, but Mike did getting 32 in, in Richmond, Virginia. I'll put the Austin P one up there as one of my favorites. Um, I like your angle of North Dakota state minus 60. You know what? I, I think I'll join you on the North Dakota state when I, until I see Eastern there Washington play, play some run defense, I'll join you on E dumb, not being able to tackle anybody. I know Hunter lefty has gone, but fuck North Dakota state's run games always been dominant. Uh, and there was another one that, uh, I thought stood out to us as one that, uh, was it the, is it Davidson? <laughs> yeah. That game reeks. <laughs> that game's ridiculous. Yeah. Davidson plus the points. Take that. Take it on the money line. If, if you find a book that offers the money line, I think you take it. Yeah, I would right. say don't even don't even mess with the ten and a half. Yeah. Let's just take the money line. I also like Illinois State, folks. So, uh, jumping over there on that, uh, as I just saw the worst targeting call in the history of football in the Georgia Tech Louisville game. What are we doing to this fucking sport, man? Like, I cannot believe they eject. It. Even worse is they uh, you want to call the fifteen yard penalty, even though that was ridiculous. But to eject the kid. I, I don't get me started, man. Anyway, let's go watch football folks. Give uh, Mike Rose a follow here. Golf coast guru on, on, uh, on Twitter at GCG underscore wins. If you're watching on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience um, and give myself a follow at the Colby D the college football experience. The FCS college football experience is on Twitter at TCE on SGPN subscribe, tell a friend. And uh, yeah, we're, we're available wherever podcasts can be heard and found. Hop on over to iTunes. Give us a five-star review. We'd certainly appreciate it. And uh, come youtube.com slash the college experience. Check us out. I also host the, the FBS show, which is called the college experience, the college football experience. Subscribe to that. I also host the college basketball se- experience. When the season tips, I'll be here every single night of the season and the college baseball experience. And we even have the big 12 experience. All those podcasts are separate podcasts. So go wherever you get podcasts. You can subscribe to those. We come together as one on YouTube, youtube.com slash the college experience. Can't wait to watch all these games, folks. All right. Uh, Until next time. All right. Check us out. Get the SGPN app. As as we say, you, you, if you want to see our picks, we also have them published on the SGPN app or sports gambling podcast.com. Just click on college football picks Uh, folks until next time. This is the FCS college football experience. You better start thinking about yours and we are out of here. Run and shoot. We can really run and shoot.